Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, greetings, everyone. It is Being Brown at Work Live. So I'm going to jump right in with the introduction and we're going to talk about this authenticity thing. So tonight I have Amelia Mimi Brown, who I am honored to call my friend. I was introduced to this fabulous woman several years ago and we connected immediately. Mimi is the sales development and performance manager at Consumers Energy. She also works with individuals and organizations to amplify their communication, connection, and confidence so that they can make influential impact in the world. She mentors with passion, guiding her clients to effectively strengthen and elevate their leadership vision to new heights. With over 10 years of corporate training experience, a knack for making meaningful connections with audiences, an insatiable appetite for helping others maximize their potential, Mimi knows how to rock a platform, connect with the crowd, provide training so that others can effectively do the same. Mimi's down-to-earth humor compels audiences to laugh while they learn. She engages groups from the moment she steps in front of them and leaves them with empowering tools and focused mindsets that they will use long after the lights have gone out in the event. Mimi is passionate about people, leadership, and successful businesses. She is especially inspired to help people take their careers and themselves to unprecedented levels. Mimi's honors include being recognized as one of Michigan Oakland County Executives Elite 40 Under 40, Miss Michigan Plus America 2015, and a proud contestant. Yes, I'm about to say it. Girlfriend got TV creds on NBC's Biggest Loser. Mimi, welcome to being Brown at Work Live while you're in the airport. <laughs> and that's the lot, that's the part I love, Linda. And I love that about that authenticity. So yeah, just thrilled and honored to be with you today. Yes, thank you so, so much. And with your crazy busy schedule, it is such an honor to have you. So we're gonna jump right in. You know, this topic that you and I talked about some time ago, which I think is so perfect for you, to share your experiences because you left corporate America and then you came back in. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, why don't we open with that, Mimi? You know what? I mean, you left it, you came back in. What were some of your challenges when you left and how has it been since you've come back in and really when it comes to showing up as your full self and owning who you are? So Linda, it was crazy. So I left the corporate world and was like defiant that I was not going back. And then COVID hit. And literally I got an email or a phone call from a colleague of mine who I adore. He said, hey, I know you're doing the entrepreneur thing, but also no COVID just hit. 
I got this opportunity that I think you would be perfect for. We have been trying to hire for this position for like six months and I couldn't find a fit. And you came to mind. Would you be open to a conversation? And so I said, yeah, you know, I'll be open to a conversation. And literally the hiring manager and I were completing each other's sentences. The topic that he focused on, I had just written a book about, which is sales. Mm -hmm. And so everything was like serendipitous. And when I tell you I was kicking and screaming all the way to this job, (laughs) I was like, I am not going back. Because I was, I had the, from the vantage point of what it used to be. Ah. And so... I made a decision and a very intentional decision that if I was going to step back into corporate America, certain boxes had to be checked. Mm. Um, number one, I had to love the work I was going to be doing and felt like I was I had a contribution, right? And actually, that supports the research. Like if you could Gallup's research around uh, employee engagement, yep. meaningful work is so vital and so yes. important. Yes. Number two is I had to enjoy the person I was going to be working with and for. Uh, you know, it's often an adage that we don't quit jobs, we quit bosses, right? Right, yeah. And I can tell you some of my brief experiences, I was quitting the boss more than I was mm-hmm. quitting the company. Mm-hmm. And then number three, and most importantly, I just feel like the contribution I was making was going to make a difference and that they would appreciate me for the talents that I had. And so I literally went down and it took me all the way to the the day that the job offer was going to expire to say yes. But wow. I can tell you, it's been one of the best decisions I made. And all of those boxes were checked for me. Mm, fabulous. Fabulous. So, you know, maybe when we talk about authenticity, which is something that, you know, it, it's been pretty popular lately, right? Especially when mm-hmm. it comes as far as a topic of concern, especially when it comes to black and brown women, because yeah. most of us, you know, have been told, if not all of us have been told, we have to look a certain way, show up a certain way, act a certain way all those other behavioral appearance type things that don't associate or connect with us who we are at the core of us, right? Mm -hmm. And so therefore, you know, as things have progressed over the years, it's just been since last year, let's be real, because Mm -hmm. of the horrific thing we saw a videotape that went around the world, that this uh, willingness to relax that standard and to quote unquote accept us has been has come to the forefront. Yeah. But I would offer, and I know you and I have had this conversation quite often over dinner and, and various things, that I would offer that before 2020, I was still who I am, right? Talk a little bit about what is required. First of all, do you believe that you are authentically who you are? Are you comfortable, Mimi Brown, in the workplace now that you've come back? It is. And I will tell you, it came from a different place. Ah, So before I was trying to do this whole fitting in and what I thought people wanted me to be or the way I thought I had to show up. And I was miserable because I wasn't able to bring my whole self to work. And that's a that's a DE&I topic we talk often about is bringing your whole self to work. But a lot of people don't feel like they can because the corporate environment doesn't accept them or, or they haven't seen other people do it. And I actually just gave a keynote here in Dallas for MPI Tennessee, uh, Meeting Professionals International. And it was on the topic of like owning your swag. And owning your swag for me is that authenticity is understanding what makes you valuable. What do you bring? What makes you unique? Yes. And highlighting that because it's a lot of sameness that happens. And it's, it's actually this concept of averageism, which is we try to do everything. We're taught to do everything in uh, in the average, like the average birth weight, the average SAT score, yes. the average GPA. I mean, yes. we live in a world of averages and it's very, we're not often 
celebrated for being who we are. And so um, I think you got to make a decision, Linda, and you have to be intentional about that. And then the other thing is, and it's so crazy. So when I came back to corporate, I've been back a year and a couple months. And I was, because I had my eyes open to, I was going to be really intentional about like showing up with who I am because I came, I mean, I work in a, in a very engineer based, very left brain thinking, which is always a place for that, but I never felt accepted. Mm-hmm. But my vice president, who I adore, actually gave me opportunities to do keynote speaking, to do trainings. And she helped me highlight what I was good at because I was intentional about offering uh, myself in that space yes. and in that way. Yes. And I think that's so critical what you just said, Mimi. I think that's so, you know, it's all about how you shape your mindset around authenticity and owning who you are as a person, right? And shifting that and not allowing others to speak into. And it doesn't have to necessarily just be rooted in what you look like per se, but what I love Mm -hmm. what you said is the value that you bring. Do we understand where our worth lies? Mm -hmm. And then truly showing up in that worth and value. The other part I was gonna mention, and I think it's so vital is we have to do inventory of who we are, right? And when was the last time? So I was giving this keynote and I actually, I tell a story about managing a grocery store and I'll kind of get to the punch. I had to do inventory. I never did inventory in my life in a retail environment. And when you do inventory in a store, you have to count everything. Why? Because you have to figure out what you have to offer. And I'll ask the folks who are tuning in, when was the last time you took inventory of your skill set? What are you (sighs) good at? What are your strengths? What are your, your gifts? And Donald Clifton says, who's the author, one of the co-authors and founders, he's a, a psychologist or happiness psychologist. And he said, we often ask the wrong question. Instead of asking what's wrong with people, we need to ask what's right with people and celebrate mm. that. Oh, love that. Love that. Yeah. Love that. I think that's critical because we don't take inventory of ourselves, right? We don't really think of it in that way. So no. what value do we bring? How can we move the needle? What sets us apart from everyone else? And then once we understand what that is, then we have to be honest with ourselves, right? Mimi, are we showing up in that space of worth and value? And then if we're not, then we need to assess it. I call that your affirmation, but your yes, list, yes, right? Yes, and it's, yes. it's taking, and I would recommend for everybody once a week, you literally sit down like five minutes out to highlight what you are good at. What happened? What, where did you get a kudos? Where did you get a high five? Where did you get a girl? And you'll you start to see themes. For me, it's always so I have a deep background in training and in adult learning theory, also in sales. And so my colleagues look to me when they want to know how to you know, add energy and enthusiasm and excitement into a training. They call me mm-hmm. and I'm the person that they go to for that. And the crazy part is I didn't value it at first. Wow. I was like, oh, everybody knows how to do that. And when people would set me aside and say, no, when you bring it, you bring it. And you bring the energy and we get to think about things because I always thought I was the eyeball because I'm always talking about how to bring fun to training, how to make it interesting. It's, yes. there's, a, there's a quote in the training world that says, the mind can only take in what the butt can endure. So, oh, <laughs> right. Wait, wait, wait. Let's say that again. The mind can only take in what the butt can endure. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So yes. you're sitting there and people don't have you moving, don't have you engaged. Your yeah. mind is wondering. And the, the brain research says, especially in presentations or trainings, 
the brain needs to see change about every four to seven minutes. And that's pre-COVID. So I can't imagine what it is right now. Right, and right. so I would encourage people, stop being boring. Do something different. Get people's energy. And it's small things you could do. And so now they can come to me and consult whenever a training is happening. Hey, Mimi, how can we add energy to this? How yeah. can we get people excited? Yeah. And Linda, I will tell you, I did not value it before until I started looking for it. For it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, Mimi, Crystal just offered here. And what she's about, what I'm about to read to you that she says is so true, because I know I was taught this, right? Which kind of racks our mindset and gets us off a bit. We got to shift this. We have been taught that humility doesn't celebrate our strengths. So we focus on what needs improvement, right? Yes. I can't tell you the number of people that I, oh, I can't, I can't boast on that. That's being prideful or that's being this. It's not. It's no. not. No, we have to rewire that thinking. Go ahead. I can see. Go ahead. Well, it's all in how you do it. Because we, and I think oftentimes, especially as women, we do things in extremes. You think mm. of that person who they are their favorite subject. They love telling you about how awesome they are. And most of us don't fall in that category. Most of us are very, hum- it, we True. have humility. We're taught to kind of dial back. Yeah. Um, it was interesting earlier when I was do- given the swag presentation, part of that inventory piece is, also what's stolen from you. Because when you do inventory, you also look Ooh. to see what, what what shrinkage you have. And shrinkage is all about what do people steal? Ooh. But I also make people think about what's been, what part of your swag has been stolen from you? What have people tried to downplay that you're good at mm. or undercut you or undermine you? For me, and it's a small thing, but a big thing was wearing the color red. I had a woman tell me, oh, Mimi, you shouldn't wear red. That's way too bold. You're already loud and out there. You should wow. really kind of step back. And for years, Linda, I listened. I did not wear the color red until I had a photographer tell me, and this was six, seven years ago, I'll give a shout out to Elaine Ruth. Um, she was like, Mimi, you look amazing in red. Like, that's your color. Yes, you do. You do. I, you kill some red. Now, I've seen you in red. Yes, yes. It's the red lipstick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but and I let one person's comment affect yes. my whole wardrobe. So that's so crazy. And I'm sure the the ladies that are tuning in and folks tuning in, what has been your experience? What has someone told you that you couldn't do and you believed it? Wow. Or what you weren't capable of. And so I think a big part of this is, one, who are the people you are hanging around? Are you hanging around Mm. the folks who are going to pull you down? Are you hanging around people who are going to celebrate you? Like Linda Telefero, she celebrates me. She always is. uh, Let me tell you, I don't know if you know my friend Linda, Linda, but she's (laughs) awesome. You're a doll. You're a doll. But yes, I'm. I, I, I'm with you on that because even you know, Lainey is showing is 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 resonating with this too. Lainey says, you know, I used to dislike when people pointed out that she was an engineer. I'm fun and engaging. She said it's almost made me feel like that I doubted my technical skills because she's so fun and engaging. Mm-hmm. So that, that she couldn't be an engineer. She couldn't have that level. Oh God, no. like of course not. Right? Crazy. Yeah. Right? But then we get we get sucked into that. And, and I'm going to tell you, that is so freaking crazy. I say when I'm talking about with people and branding, everybody that come with you can't go with you. Because girlfriend, if they look, it, once you make that shift and like in Lainey's place and she got her technical degree and she was making that shift and people are like, oh, so, oh, you trying to be the intellect? Yes, because I am that. Right. And so you move forward. And if they can't celebrate you or support you in that then your circle needs to shift, your circle needs to change. Well, and it's interesting too, because, um, so one of my my speaker pals, his name is Tony Chapman, was actually during the session talking about unconscious bias, right? Mm-hmm. And unconscious bias is just that it's not conscious. 
But a lot of times we buy into things. And let's say Lainey's case, people haven't made a connection between being an engineer and being fun, right? Or being an engineer and being engaging. So they try to put some boxes and not, a lot of times it's just being efficient. I need to see things in black and white and we're not black and white. We're very dynamic as people. So we dispel that myth and it's hard for people because they put us in that box. So get out of the box. Get out of the box, right? Mm-hmm. That negative self-talk. Do not let that stuff come in. Oh my gosh. See, Mimi, that look, all of y'all on this, I see that <laughs> the chats are just like going crazy. I love the engagement. So, you know, Mimi, this 30 minute just flies by. I mean, we got like five minutes or so left. And you know, I'd love if you mind, and I think it'd be perfect even too, we need to let you go in the airport so you can move on. Can you give our listeners, these women out here, black and brown women that are trying to fully show up in everything that they bring and offer, three to five things that they need to really take with them to help them successfully, like Lainey, like Crystal, some of the other ones that have been sharing with us the challenges. Can you give them three to five things that can help them overcome and really surely fool up and, excuse me, show up in their full authentic self? I love that. So number one, take your swag inventory. And here's swag is an acronym for what are your, your successes? What have you been really good at? And taking the time to really chronicle those. And I don't think we do that. Number two is uh, part of that swag inventory is wisdom. What education do you have? Mm. What experience? What background? It's not always a degree. Sometimes right. it's I've been in Lean Six Sigma for you know ten years and I ran successful Kaizen events. Like that's a big deal. That's wisdom. That's experience that you have. Yeah. Uh, the yes. next is um, what are your achievements? So or excuse me, what are your attitudes and outlooks? Right. We have a perspective ah. and our attitudes and outlooks it shapes the world and it shapes how we view the world. Zig Ziglar said your attitude determines your altitude, which how yes, far you're going to go. So what's your perspective on life? What's your perspective on, on things? I guarantee it's going to be different than other people. And you're going to have a unique spin that maybe everybody doesn't see or appreciate. And let me tell yeah. you, you not for everybody. If everybody loves you, not for everybody. Okay. Can, can you say that one more time? Everyone's not going to love you and you're not for everybody. You are for your people. Exactly. And I I often say in the speaking industry that there's nothing new under the sun. It's just our perspective. But sometimes, and people have said this to me, Mimi, I've heard that before, but when you said it, it resonated differently. Mm, And so I'll say that to you is when you show up as your authentic self, more of the world, you give them permission to be who they are because they go, well, if Linda can do that, I absolutely can. Right. You yeah. have them step into it fully. I call it being audaciously authentic. Yeah. And then um, the G is gifts. G. So yes. gifts, right? So gifts are what are what's a natural talent that you have that's been developed over time as a strength. And typically they're so close to us that we don't even realize that they are. Mm. When I was five years old, I used to have a TV show in my parents' living room. We live in a 900 square foot house. You could stand dead center and see the whole place. And the rule was anybody who came to the threshold of our front door, you had to be on the Mimi Brown show. Now, I would interview them and have my little, um, my microphone was a hairbrush and I was writing down everything they could say. But at five years old, I had a gift for communication, right? And, and to this day, people parallel back. One of my, my dad's coworkers commented a few years ago, like, oh, Mimi, remember when I was on your show when you were five? Like, he remembers that. And I was like... <laughs> You might not want to tell folks that they might think you're weird, but it shows you that that talent can be cultivated. It's one of the reasons I'm a professional speaker and communicator um, yeah. and an inspirational speaker because that was cultivated over time. So make a list of your gifts. If you haven't taken the Strength Finders 2.0, I am such a fan. It chronicles oh, 34. It. Yeah. And it gives yes. you the top five. And the yes. research says you use five, you use five 
on a regular basis. And so yep. it's interesting how they show up. And what it also says is the more intentional you are about using them, the more likely they are to grow into true strengths and for you to really shine in that space. Mm, so love it. Absolutely. Take your swag inventory. Number two is, um, and this connects, I think, to Lainey, is make sure that you're writing down your achievements on a weekly basis. I take Fridays and I take five minutes. What kudos did I get? What data girls did I get? And relish in that. And sometimes I put them in a little box and it's been times where I need to pick me up. And yeah. I just see, I call it Mimi's awesomeness box. I got to go back and, so, and somebody told me how awesome I was, right? Right. Yeah. But we don't, we don't often do that. We enough. don't do that. And yeah. then number three is get a coach. Sometimes you have to have other people, you have to latch on to somebody else's belief in you until yours mm. kicks in. Yes, girl. Yes. That's what I often tell my clients. If you don't believe, that's okay. If I believe for you. Correct. I believe for you. Absolutely. So I remember. And I remember, so uh, I am a past president of the National Speakers Association of Michigan. I was the youngest and the first black woman to be president. Mm. And people were celebrating. I'm like, well, that's not necessarily a good thing, but we won't go there. (laughs) Around 35 years. But one of the things I remember distinctly, Linda, was my coach. Her name is Lainey Colaco. She's based out of Ann Arbor. And Elaney would say to me, um, I remember her saying, I could see you as president of this association. And I look behind me. I'm like, who is she? Because I don't. Uh, that's not, and this was when I was what I call a baby. I was early in my speaking career, mm-hmm. but just the fact that she believed in me, she was yeah. kind enough to say this yeah. word for me. Um, she was kind enough to exi- like speak into my existence yeah. about what was possible. Yeah. It optimally gave me permission. And eight years later, I became that president, not because I think I had any great skill set in that, but that I took Elaine's belief in me until mine yeah. kicked in. Wow. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Oh, my gosh. See, of course I had to have this phenomenal woman (laughs) as a guest. And then we made it happen while she was traveling. We would love to hear, share more in the comments Mm -hmm. about how you are going to take your swag inventory and how you're going to start truly showing up in your fully, completely true self, not what anybody else sees thought they saw in you or didn't see in you or put the negative self-talk into you or what somebody, what you're comparing yourself, that imposter syndrome thing, put that aside. Truly do. I mean, the three tips that, that Mimi gave us is phenomenal. Mimi, sweetheart, you know, I love you to death. Appreciate you. Appreciate love you. Linda. I mean, Thank we, you. Have, we have yet to get together for some sushi and, you know, we got to do that. <laughs> yes, we do. A sushi yeah, and cocktails. That's our thing. I just want to thank you for creating this platform for people to share and for black and brown girls because we need it and we we need the support. And when I see someone like yourself who has made it right. Who, and I know you you will tell me you continue in a climb, but you give me that example and of what to reach for or what's possible. Mm-hmm. We need more of that because when we see somebody that looks like us, we like I could do that. That's very possible. Wow. Thank you. So thank you for being that so example. Thank you. I so appreciate that. Truly, I feel obligated. I feel like this is, uh, you know, to whom much is given, much is required, right? I mean, that's that's truly what I believe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Safe travels. Appreciate you. Again, uh, share your comments, thoughts. If you want to learn more about Mimi, there's a link in the podcast. Uh, You can learn more about what she has to offer. And maybe even you can bring her into your organization. You can see she's going to rock it and turn it around and and help everybody (laughs) get to the next level. Sweetheart, travel safely. All right. 
See everybody next week on Being Brown. Bye, Linda. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals, and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table. 